are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You see, when the disciples were out in the ship and Jesus was asleep in the ship, he said, we're going to the other side. Well, they started over there and Jesus went to sleep in the back of the ship. They woke him up and told him what the devil said. He said, we're all going to drown. Jesus got up out of that ship and I can just see him walk up to the bow of that boat and he looked out and he saw the same thing they saw. He saw the same waves. He saw the same storm. And he said, peace, but there wasn't any peace when he said it, but because he said it, there was. He called it. Then he said, be still. There was no stillness until he said it. Now, the point I'm getting at here is the fact that the devil started the storm and not God. Now, I can prove that from the scripture because 1 John 3, 8, the latter part of the verse says, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, Jesus destroyed the storm. If it was the work of his father, then Jesus was destroying the work of his father and not the work of the devil. So we know that the devil started that storm. Now, here you have a situation where the elements of nature is causing havoc with Job's property. Verse 19, Behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose, rent his mouth, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, I see if you've ever been to one funeral, outside of a word funeral, you've heard this scripture read or quoted. But now notice, this was Job's assessment of the thing. It's true that Job said that. But it's not the truth what Job said. But yet Job thought it was the truth. So you can't accuse Job of accusing God falsely in that statement because he really believed that, see. See, the next verse says, In all this Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly or attributed folly to God. See, he didn't do that foolishly because he really believed that. But just because a fellow believes it doesn't necessarily make it so. Now this is where we've missed it in this thing. We've looked at that and said, well, the Bible says, God says, you see, that the Lord gave and the Lord took it away. No, the Bible doesn't say that. Job said that and the Bible recorded it. You understand what I'm saying? Now I could stand up here and tell you that fish have four legs and they climb ladders but they can't swim. And you could go out of here saying, Brother Cap said, all fish have four legs and they climb ladders, but they can't swim. And that would be the truth, what I said. It was a true statement of what I said, but it wouldn't be the truth, would it? So you see, it's true it's recorded in the Bible, but it is not the truth. Now somebody said, well, now I'll tell you, Brother Caps, the Bible says all Scripture. See, we read it in one of the other sessions. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God But now you hear it quoted this way All scripture is inspired of God Well the Bible didn't say that That's what somebody said the Bible said But the Bible didn't say that 
The Word of God says that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now, if you don't know the difference in what is given by inspiration and what is inspired of God, then you're in a heap of trouble now. You still out there? I know you're thinking. Just keep thinking. I want to let that hang there for a little bit. Because, you see, this is where we miss it sometimes. This is where we get all fouled up. As we'd say in Arkansas, get our thinking all squirreled up. It's because we say, well, all Scripture is inspired of God. No, all Scripture is not inspired of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now, let me read it to you. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, here's a passage of Scripture that we just read that is profitable for reproof. Sure, Job said, the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. But you have to realize something, folks, that Job couldn't read the first chapter of Job and find out that the devil did it. I think we forget that sometimes. And we just kind of gaze through there and kind of daze through the whole thing and think, well, how in the world? Job must have known. Well, we know, but he didn't. He couldn't read the book of Job and find out the devil did it. So here it says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It didn't say all Scripture was inspired of God. You see, there are lies recorded in the Bible. Now, those lies are not inspired of God. Now, I didn't say the Bible lied. I said there are lies recorded in the Bible. I'm glad that God recorded these things so we would know what got people in trouble. Take, for instance, Ananias and Sapphira. Now, here was a couple that decided, since other people were selling their property, they're in the book of Acts, you know, and bringing it and laying it at the apostles' feet so that everybody would have plenty and they could just worship God, you know, and not be concerned about all the other things. And they decided, well, now, all these other people are doing that. Let's just do it, but let's hold back part of the price. Let's don't give it all. Now, see, it's all right. They didn't have to give it all. They didn't have to give any of it. It was theirs. They could do what they wanted to with it. But it was the fact that they lied to the Holy Ghost, see. They came and told Peter, here it is, we've sold our land, and here's all of it. He said, now, is that all you got for the land? See, the Spirit of God revealed to Peter that they were lying about it. It really didn't matter to God, I mean, whether they gave it all or not, see. But it was because their heart was wrong. And Peter said, have you sold the land for so much? They said, yes, for so much. Well, now, you see... That's recorded in the Bible, that they sold the land for this much. But that was a lie. But it's recorded in the Bible. Now, that's not inspired of God, is it? So then here you have other places in the Bible, and especially this in the book of Job, where he said, the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Well, now, it's true that Job said that. See, same as it's true that Ananias and Sapphira said they sold the land for so much. But it was not the truth what they said. But yet God inspired the writer to include that in the Scripture. So you would know this. And that's why, if you don't understand that everything in the Bible is not inspired, then you're really going to be in a heap of trouble somewhere. Because you get over there, you know, and somebody quotes a Scripture out of context and something, see? Then you could say, well, that's in the Bible, that's gospel. Well, you see, you read in the Bible where it said Judas went out and hanged himself. 
And there's another scripture that says, go down and do likewise. <laughs> you could say, well, that's in the Bible. And prove that it's all right to hang yourself. And a lot of people have hung themselves by taking the scripture out of context just that way, see. Well, we need to rightly divide the word. So when it says all scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, this is a scripture that is profitable for reproof. Now, here's the thing that I couldn't understand for a long time, and I know it's probably bothered you. See, you read this right down here, it said in all this, Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly. And you say, well, the Bible says that Job did not falsely accuse God. Well, now, up to end of chapter 1, he didn't. But now, if you have a Dake's annotated Bible, he lists, I believe it's 74 different false accusations that Job brought against God after chapter 1. See, this is a truth. If you take this as a truth and try to make it the whole truth, see, you miss it there. And say, well, the Bible says that Job didn't sin or charge God foolishly because he did charge God foolishly 74 different times in the book of Job. Now, turn over to verse 25. Now, Job is speaking. Now, remember, we said that Job got in fear, offered sacrifices, Verse 25, Job says, For the thing that I have greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Oh, we're in the third chapter. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you where it was, did I? <laughs> third chapter of Job. Verse 25, For the thing which I have greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Now let me just drop the nugget here. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Now see, that's a positive truth concerning the word of God. Now faith in me would come by hearing what I said. Faith in the weather forecaster would come by hearing what he said. See, if he turned out right every time, why well, you'd say you can have faith in what that old boy says about the weather. So then, see, that is a truth when Paul said faith cometh by hearing the word of God. That's a truth concerning the word of God and God. But then right on the other hand, there's an opposite or a reciprocal of that truth which would be like this. If faith in God comes by hearing the word of God, then faith in the devil would come by hearing the words of the devil. Now see, that's the opposite end of that truth. And when you begin to listen to the devil... It's going to produce fear. Now, fear is a reverse gear of faith. Just as faith is a substance of things desired, fear is a substance of things not desired. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God, and fear cometh by hearing the words of the devil. So, you see, when you begin to rightly divide the word, you begin to see some things. Why? That tragedy happened to people. You begin to listen to the devil. You begin to believe in the things the devil says. Now, that's why Jesus most assuredly defeated the devil was because he never would say anything except what his father said. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've been teaching the Word of God concerning rightly dividing the Word. Our CD offer number is 7123. It's entitled, What About Job? Single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. What about Job? Have you ever said that? Yeah, but what about Job? Yeah, I know most of you have. You've heard somebody say it. And then they said, well, you know what God did to Job? 
Well, if you really know what God did for Job, you'll get excited about it, and you'll hope that he does that much for you. God gave Job twice what he ever had. But when you get into the first chapter of Job, you find that God had not turned Job over to the devil, as some would say. Verse 12 of chapter 1 says, The Lord said to Satan, Behold, all he hath is in thy power. Now let's back up and give you the accusations that Satan brought against God. Hast thou not made a hedge about him? Well, I can see God just grinning and saying, Yeah, I did. I did that. I'm guilty. And about his house and about all that he hath on every side, hast thou not blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land? <laughs> you can just see God standing there grinning. Yeah, I did that. I blessed him. But put forth thy hand now and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all he hath is in thy power. Only upon him put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of God. Now, notice God didn't deny that he hedged him about. He had put a hedge about him to keep him on every side. Ecclesiastes tells us that he that breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. You will notice that Job was in fear. He was afraid his children had sinned. He kept offering sacrifices, not in faith, but in fear that his children were going to be destroyed. The thing he feared came upon him. That's what the scripture reveals, that he was highly developed in fear. That's offer number 7123, single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.